The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome to Pajama Jammy Jam 2022, JK, LOL. This is the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Sussman, the Wolf of Oakland, and I got with me, uh, I mean, you might have seen her doing handicapping analysis, I believe, at Tampa Bay. Uh, I Renowned as a pedigree expert, I'm going to say. I'm going to say pedigree oh. expert. I'm not sure if there's like a paper certificate, you know, certificate thing, but I'm sure she has it. Uh one half of uh, a horse racing's power couple. Let's jump, Miss Ren Carruthers. Ren, welcome to the Notorious OTB. Oh my gosh, I love it. I, I, you know, I love it when you call me big. I don't know. There's gotta be something I can pet a geek. Uh, right, right. <laughs> I, I've, I've worked a few things in. I've got. It was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse magazine, um, and and then there are multiple sound drops that you will hear that uh, we were just waiting for the cease and desist to hit. Fabulous. Was, yeah. So how how's your day going? How are you are you looking forward to any uh, big racing this weekend? I'm well, sure. I, yeah, of course. I mean, with the Alabama coming up, um, very kindly we were able to go visit the Todd Pletcher barn. Todd's awesome, and yeah. um, so we got to hang out with the Nest, and she is just amazing. And she had the special moment with Ava, my daughter. So. Uh, we'll be rooting for her. Well, though, Secret Oath is great, too. And Ava yeah. also had a moment with D. Wayne Lucas. <laughs> it's kind of hard, you know. Uh, right. But uh, no, it, it it was really special to uh, have that opportunity to go back there. So life is good. Um, yeah. But yeah, Saratoga. I love it. Me too. I, I'm such, I mean, I, I claim Oakland. This is probably my favorite track. I've had the mo- my most like success there. I always just love handicapping it. Uh, but we have we have a little bit of agenda. We We thought... Let's let's be problem solvers. Let's be people helpers. All right, let's help. If you play these big premier meeks, Del Mar, Saratoga, I'll even throw in Keeneland. It's important to win at those tracks as a two-year-old in the debut. That's why you see so many unraced two-year-old horses at these two tracks. And you know what? These races either make your tickets expensive uh, or they just knock you out. They're just yeah. tough. They're tough races because there's not a lot to go by. We got Ren here who, like we said, handy with the pedigree. We're going to take a look at these races that are like the maker breaks uh, on both of these cards, Del Mar and Saratoga. And of course, we'll look at the Alabama and uh, let's see what, uh, let's see what the old pedigree uh, tells us. <laughs> so let's go ahead. Let's, let's start with Del Mar. Let's look at race two here. Del it's Mar. a eight furlong on the turf, $80,000 maiden special weights for uh, Phillies, two years old and a, a lot of unraced horses here. Uh, pedigree wise, is there anyone who just immediately jumps out to you? Well, let me pull that run right up because I had Saratoga sure. up first based on uh, the 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 East Coast versus West Coast timing. But I mean, it, it is that is very unbiggie of me. That is an excellent point. That was just a shame. How uh, dare you do that to me? No, it doesn't right. It's all good. It really is all good. I, it is tough because you do end up having horses like you're saying when you're trying to debut at these meets. It's not just that you want to win at these meets, but you also want to meet, win at these meets in early because a lot of these horses are some of the best bred horses. And so then you get them that early black type, that precociousness that makes them more valuable as breeding stock. Uh, so yeah, it gets, it gets pretty tough, but I would think that this is a race where it, it's more about looking at the horses who have not debuted yet. The horse that really kind of caught my eye was the number eight in here, three strand. Um, and I know Papa Mandela, he doesn't need to have a horse win first out. I do yep. like that you see such a really strong foundation put into this filly. If you look at her work tab, I mean, she's just had two uh, back-to-back six furlong works. And prior to that, he had put in two five furlongs. So I like that because we are going to be routing here uh, at first asking. That's tough for, for any <laughs> horse debuting, whether they're two or not. So you're going to be going a two-turn mile here. 
and uh, Three Strands, daughter of Empire Maker. Empire Maker, you know, obviously one of the key factors that he brings to the table is being out of Tussauds. And Tussauds is obviously good on grass. Uh, and so that's where you get in that pedigree in there. And then also beyond that, um, just getting into it, she is this filly herself is a half sister to It Tis Well, uh, who won by 10 lengths in her second start as a two year old. She went on to win the Honeybee, the Delmar Oaks, captured uh, a grade one scoring the Cotillion at Parks in her final start. Uh, and that was actually after a runner up performance to a late in the Alabama. And so you've got the class there. The mom, she won her debut sprinting on the then synthetic at Del Mar. Uh, she got beat just a length and a quarter in the grade one debutante next. And she went on to collect a couple of stakes wins on the grass at a mile, including the megahertz. And the mom is also a half sister to sovereign champion grass mare, solid appeal. So that to me, I mean, what you want to see on paper, you want the horse to be entered in a race that fits what you're seeing on paper with their page. And this all fits for me. Man, I I imagine that, like, I feel like available to horse players is like two two generations of, of information. And then the rest you have to scout out out of like old, dusty, leather bound Harry Potter books. Like, right. it's kind of like, yeah. I, so I respect the hustle and the, and the <laughs> research. Into I used to be. I used to get a, t a big time edge on that, um, but there have been a few handicappers who are now doing what I do and they dig back. And actually uh, in the case of Saratoga, they, they put it in the war. Um, that didn't used to happen before. It used to just be the sire of the dam, the siblings, and that was basically it. Yeah. So I, when it comes to these sort of maiden races, I, they're, there are certain just angles that I always look for. Uh, I, I look for uh, the horse that will dare the others to pass it late. Yeah. Uh, I look for the only other, the only other horse in the, uh, the field that's actually shown the ability to pass other horses. I look for trouble last out. I'm a, so big into uh, equipment changes. And like I said to uh, my guest, Matthew DeSantis a, a couple episodes ago, I am a fucking simp for <laughs> some, for some weight breaks. I love. For, <laughs> you get, love the apprentice. The Yes, love it. Um, so I, I looked, I believe, the two, the five, and the seven here. A uh, seven, a little bit, and this is once again just kind of one of the one of the tools yeah. or golf clubs in the bag. If we want to talk about, like, I don't know why everything's got to be compared back to golf. I'm not a uh, whatever. I don't so, know much about golf, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So uh, in my uh, in my magic kit here, I, one of the things I like is the is the weight break, and I like Ronus Racing. Yeah. And John Sadler paired up, so especially an accelerate baby. My this Lord. was the other. This was the other horse for me. Um, so I hope, I hope you like that. That was the other horse for me. Oh yeah. Because absolutely. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of the horses who have run already. I mean, you could make an excuse for a couple of them now train, uh, changing surfaces, for example, tea and conversation. Um, but I, with this horse, uh, accelerate, you know, being by, uh, accelerate who Sadler trained, uh, yep. champion, uh, one of our breeders cup classes. Right. Uh, so th this really actually, um, she comes from a really great family, a really great and versatile family. And just to sum it up really quick, uh, her grandmother is a half-sister to dual champion juvenile Johannesburg. Oh, wow. So, I mean, right there, you've got all that black type. Because now this is that family that includes, you know, Stanford, Hedge Fund. you got Minority and their tail, the right. cat in there. Fed biz, joking, preach, pulpit. It's, it's super deep. And that's that family there. So... This filly, if they can get her in um, early, I mean, and this is another one with a solid foundation there on the work cabin. Like you said, you got your weight break with the apprentice up. Okay. That's, man, this is, it's more information than I bargained for, quite literally. I just, <laughs> my mind, my mind is blown. Like I, so I, I, I used to build, like I had built myself like out of pedigree, like database or basically just like logging results and noting like distances and, and everything. I, there's no way that I could speak about it that fluidly. Like, I don't believe that you don't have a teleprompter somewhere. Cause that's amazing. I really, yeah. I am over digging this in fact. So race five, five and a half furlongs, another maiden special weight for two-year-olds. Uh, man. Uh, I mean, you see, you see some familiar names here. Uh, there's always the dreaded other Bob angle, but right. What does. Okay. The pedigree tell us here. This, this is this one's very tough, and this one's one of those ones where you're like, oh, ah, it, it, okay. 
So as you said, you have two Bob Bafferts in here and you can clearly see that the number three, Hajazi, um, this horse went for $3,550,000 as a two-year-old. He actually broke a record for a two-year-old in training sale um, price to go that for that uh, much. He actually had uh, worked nine and four, and that's why the price was so high. But not only that, I mean, obviously, you're going to have some pedigree that comes with that. Um, but on the surface of it, when you're looking at this, you're like, oh, my gosh, okay, over $3.5 million horse, Bob Baffert. Um, but I look at the pedigree, I'm like, okay, but you're by Bernardini, and you're out of a Medallia de Oro mare, and you're thinking more distance, and this is a five and a half. And normally, I'd be like, okay, well, then I think he's vulnerable. But yep. then I, I, if you watch that breeze, this horse is kind of freaky. <laughs> right. And if he can outrun his pedigree when it's telling me that it wants more ground, then I'm like, you, I, maybe you do win at five and a half furlongs. And maybe there will be enough people who are going, oh, Bernardini, Medaglia, and Doro, you're going to be two turns, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you'll be better later. I don't know. I think I'm seeing enough here that this horse can certainly win first at, at five and a half especially coming in off that bullet drill there. Although I know, I, I remember you saying something along the lines of you don't like a horse coming into a race off a bullet. Yeah, I like to, the pattern I really like to see is I like to see the bullet two works back uh, and then followed by just a, an easy leg stretcher that may, that's maybe even a couple seconds off of the uh, the, the, the 12 per furlong clip that you like to see uh, in workouts that usually get you close to the to the tops of the workout reports that day. Uh mm. I another thing that I've come just very much to rely on in these main races is is various workout reports from the different coasts. I look at the DRF. I, I look at the other ones that I uh, uh, steal from my friends. Um, I've never paid for a workout report. I'm just I beg beer. I, I, I beg borrow or steal. But I uh, I mean Null Arbor. I I always am interested in the other Bob. I hate betting Bobs, but I I do like making money on the on the other Bob. Uh, you know angle um a Mend i don't know just think think of the 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 mendelson baby i i feel like a mendelson horse would want to want to go long but what do you think of that pedigree because i'm looking at the eight classical cat for well, uh well, diamato real quick because we have we have connection to the, uh to, to horses on the east coast of nolar bar okay by candy right out of the distorted humor mayor catherine mm -hmm. um she she or the grandmother of nolar bar um, is a half sister to multiple grade one winner Dream Rush. And okay. Dream Rush won the test, the Prioris. She went on to produce another grade one winner in Dreaming of Julia, winner of the Frisette, and the Dama Malatat. Um, so, yeah, that's a super nice family. And by the way, Malatat, also in the Todd Pleasure Barn, obviously. Oh my gosh, that horse is super, super, super sweet. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> great pedigree there. Classical cat. Yeah. I, I, you know, you look at the price he went for as a yearling, $65,000. That's a little off-putting. Then you may you think, okay, well, maybe it's because, you know, he's, the dam um, didn't necessarily do a ton, um, conquest straight up. Um, but she, I mean, she did win the La Provence there at uh, Woodbine. Uh, and this horse is also a half to off we go, who was second on debut that was sprinting six furlongs at Churchill, then won the next start at Keeneland. But here's the other part of the equation, which also makes me go, oh, why did you only sell for 65? The grandmother here is a half sister to Curlin. <laughs> really? You really? Okay. So I sort of like, oh, but then you're like, oh, I like what I'm seeing on the tab here. This horse is working very well. We know Phil D'Amato gets a horse to win first out. You're getting a generous six to one on him. The horse makes a lot of sense. I do think that something that's kind of fun in here is that you do have two horses who are from the exact same family. Hajazi and, uh, gosh, which one is it? Oh, and Deliberate Risk, who is the six in here for Jack Sisterson. They're from the same family. Deliberate Risk himself is a half to un un Ojo. Um, mm -hmm. who won the rebel. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's the same family. The grandmother is a grade two winner seeking the ante and the great granny is a multiple great one millionaire anti-spend. So it's a very good pedigree. I mean, this is a very loaded race, but I, I mean, I just don't think you put in a horse that costs over three and a half million dollars in a five and a half furlong sprint, unless you think he can win it. You could have weighed, you know, you could have put him in for something longer. I, I don't know. We'll see. Listen, for three, <laughs> for three and a half million, this horse better win on debut. It better uh, be able to play power forward for the Arkansas Razorbacks. <laughs> he is beautiful. Uh, you guys, if you Google this horse, 
uh, you can you can see the video footage of him in the sales ring and also the um, the breeze that attracted all the attention. So one thing that that always that always blows my mind is uh, when I hear people who you know have a knowledge of pedigree talk, be able to discuss the kind of the physical build behind these horses and how you can see a little bit of the mm -hmm. you know of the sire in it. You're like, oh, it's a nice tall horse, like like it's you know. <laughs> and meanwhile, I classify. Uh, all horses into two categories, which is painted giraffe or little Sebastian, um, which, and it's all, it's always never fun when you have uh, your little Sebastian on the lead and then a painted giraffe is stalking and you know, there it's going to get passed. I've never heard it put quite put quite that way, but why not? Yeah. Yeah. I've been told that my brain works like a meth lab uh, by upper management. In fact, so uh, you're, you're not telling me anything new sister. Oh, all right. So yeah, let's hopefully we break good on the breakage. So uh, everyone knows uh, I, I've got a little bit of an angle with uh, Victor Espinoza. I have a bad back. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You my broke back, back is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. And so no, no, it's fine. I'll it's what I have to do to keep from crying most days, Ron. This is where it gets real serious. Just kidding. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah, that's. I think anytime Victor Espinoza has also had a fairly serious spinal injury, his much more serious than mine, I will readily admit. Anytime he gets up to ride a horse, like I think of how miserable it is, like you know, to get up off of like the recliner uh, a, a lot of days. So, like, if someone with a hurt back is riding, I always pay attention. That horse has to be live. Okay, well, Victor Espinoza, he is a tremendous person. He's a tremendous athlete. I'm a huge fan. What he went through to get back to the races, so impressive. Um, as far as, I mean, yeah, I mean, anytime you're going to ride, yeah, you, you, you've got to pick your spots, especially when you've already had the success he's had. You're a triple crown winning jockey. Um, you're already good. And as far as that sire there, good magic. I mean, you champion two-year-old Colt. You're on a surf flight in here, and this is a this is um, an, another pedigree that is is very good. I mean, we're gonna look at the fact that um, again, being by champion two-year-old, uh, the mom here, she actually made the course record in the Maryland Million Ladies, so she has some foot. Um, but yeah, it's John Sheriffs. We're not necessarily looking for him to win first out, but he did just have Justique do that a daughter of justify um in the barn and she won impressively this horse has the pedigree it is tough from the rail for a first time starter yep. especially i think uh, but it would not it would not shock me it puts together one of my or i guess a, a delighted version of one of my favorite top line and bottom lines with a, a curlin and a malibu moon uh even a sires like I, I don't just like you know horses out of malibu mare, malibu moon mares I, I love them you know Malibu Moon sired in the in the uh, mud is always one of my big angles. Love curling. Well, babies. AP Indy anything in the mud. That's from AP. Oh yeah, yeah. AP Indy, yeah. Absolutely. So that those are the two races uh, that that really kind of your early pick five hinges upon uh, at mm -hmm. Del Mar. So a few horses to consider there. We're gonna take a quick break at the Notorious OTV. When we come back, we got a couple more two year two year old races for you from Saratoga as well as the big one. The Alabama. We will be right back. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. Plus, WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And also, Win just released their first QB with five TDs. Prop bets. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, what is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is the one-stop shop for you savvy sports bettors out there. It's a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deals. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and protected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. 
and also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. OddsTrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV. I got Rin Carruthers here with me. We are taking a look at some of the two-year-old maiden races that are kind of instrumental to your horizontal betting success for the weekend. Uh, we are about to dive into the Saratoga card. However, we are recording this uh, Thursday afternoon. At this point, uh, the news of allegations regarding uh, Chad Brown and what sounds like a domestic violence incident uh, are out there. We are aware of them. Um, I don't feel it's right to really speak on it until you know more uh, instantly. I think you also have to give your thoughts to uh, the victim in this case. Uh, they, they, you know, that if what they said is true, then it sounds pretty, uh, pretty rough, but there'll be more to say, be said on that. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to push that out of our minds. We're going to think about racing. Uh, let's go. Let's look at race five this Saturday, eight and a half furlongs on the inner turf, a $105,000, dollar uh maiden special weight uh for maidens two years old uh i love these i love these longer like debut horses on turf mm-hmm. like i especially at saratoga like i love the 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 eight you know the eight for long and the eight and a half races here for the for the first timers yeah i i i would say that normally i would think it, it would be one of these races to take a swing but having watched the replay of the number six, uh, activist investing it is so hard when you've taken common, uh, take that into consideration what he went through. And we'll go over that more in a minute, I guess. Um, along with that pedigree, I just don't see this horse getting beat. I'm not saying it's impossible. What I am saying is that if you, if, if you are so inclined, this might just be a situation where you take that, uh, five to two or what, cause I, I don't know that he'll be back down super low. I don't know enough people, uh, are necessarily going to just overlook uh, the debut in a 45 buyer necessarily or whatever figure he ran on the other sheets. Uh, but that being said, if you watch the replay, it is really hard to not give this horse the benefit of the doubt. And then also on top of it, you could just simply use this horse um, on, on your horizontal as a single and spread elsewhere. Um, but that's the way I look at it. I don't know where you want to start with this race. We could start anywhere you want. I, I mean... There's a little bit of racing experience here. I, I let's see. I what do you think of the uh, the Shug McGahee horse uh, conversing here? Uh, an into mischief baby out of a candy ride mirror uh, texting. Uh, she's only I, be, I mean this is either her her second starter or her first starter. I, I'm never sure how they do this, but uh, Joel Rosario up. Uh, I've always heard that you know Shug doesn't really run these horses out until they're absolutely ready. Uh, just from you know what the horse has in its DNA, do you think it's ready? Oh, I mean, I, I certainly, anytime you've gotten into mischief, these horses are very um, precocious. You're out of texting here. Um, texting actually uh, was a great three winner on the grass for Chad Brown. Um, and she could get a distance. I mean, she won at a mile and a half. Uh, then here you've got the second dam, mumbo jumbo, multiple stakes winner on the dirt. But but a daughter herself of multiple group one winner, King Mambo. And then also remember, King Mambo was out of Mias. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Miask just, I mean, savage, two-time Breeders' Cup mile winner. Um, so that is a really nice pedigree. And it's very flexible also just on the top, on the surface of it if you didn't do any digging because the mom being by Candy Ride, um, all of that. So, yeah, I, I, you also have, a, you know, a lot of stakes winners in the f- female family or that are responsible from this female family. Uh, and that in- also includes 1980s champion juvenile because you don't want to see the precociousness, right? Is uh, mm-hmm. and so you've got two-year-old uh, champion Lord Avi or Avi in there um, as well. So it's a very, very nice pedigree for sure. Uh, so here's one that I actually see as a pedigree pe- play, even though it might not uh, work out with the uh, you know the zero percent uh, trainer. Uh, I know Nick where you're Zito. going. With this. I know where you're going. With this. If it were any, I, I'm so sorry, Mr. Zito. If it were I any still, other trainer, I would. I'll still take the shot because he always gets his like one or two at right. Oaklawn here at Saratoga. I will right, take right. the shot. I, uh, you know, I've never, I've never been afraid of zeros. I've seen zeros come back at me all the <laughs> well, time. So I was, all my work from school, things I like just, that, and I pushed it away. I have just been bit so hard so many times because I have given the benefit of the doubt so many times because mm-hmm. you does get really well-bred horses. And in this situation, yeah, you're, you're buying Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn, a half-brother to Into Mischief. 
Uh, Mendelssohn won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, though. So yeah, I mean, definitely yeah. has the pedigree in here. Um, I'll the- I'll get I'll use Nick Zito, and if he loses, then I can. And someone's like, you know, who hurt you? I just like Nick Zito. Nick Zito did. Actually, I I hurt me in this occasion. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I I mean, uh, Sherry Devoe. She seems to be having a pretty good beat. Um, always win. Sheree, like, th- this horse. I mean, you've got a very flexible pedigree. Twirling candy out of taking aim by trap shot. Uh, the the dad here. I mean, he won the Ocean Side and the Grade Two Delmar Derby at Sungrass. Um, he also won the Grade One Malibu on dirt. Um, but mom, also you're getting some um, more class into the pedigree. Mom's a three quarter sister to Tapazar, who won the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile. So it's a very nice pedigree. Like I said, you've got the class, and Sheree is just. Um, I, I can't say enough good things about Sheree Devoe yeah. as a horse. I horse. mean. Dude, and as a human being too. <laughs> that the fact that she takes off her time as Voodoo Queen of New Orleans to actually train horses along with it. I think those are the right devos. I think I, I think I got them straight. I uh, hadn't heard that one before. Yeah, like was it Marie Marie Devo? Was it? No, I don't know. Didn't didn't Matt didn't Matt go to Tulane? He could clear this he up. He did go to Harvard. Tulane. Yes, he did. All right. Uh we are going to take a quick break here at the Notorious OTB. When we come back uh i'm going to make uh ren give me just unbiased artistic you know opinions and reactions because i've named some horses we'll be right back run your pool is the home of competition bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete connect and make every game matter more run your pool offers every game type under the sun from pick them and survivor to fantasy pools it's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now and reserve your spot. $500 cash plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today at Play dot run your pool dot com slash sgpn that's play dot run your pool dot com slash sgpn sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players you probably already have a fantasy league on there i use it for mine they just passed four million users and now you can win on sleeper by playing their new over under game First in eSport, you can choose two more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to just ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB names mean things like marla stanfield said (laughs) season five of the wire my name is my name names are huge in horse racing a lot of people don't know i'm a proud grandfather now to four digital nft horses talking about zed run uh if you don't know i co-host the zed run gambling podcast on this on the sports gambling podcast network but i want ren to grade me on the names for these foals i'm going to give her the dam's name the sire's name and she will tell me what she thinks the first one Father, Prime Justice. Mother, sorry I'm running late. The full death row pardon. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Okay. That's great. Uh, yeah. On a scale of 1 to 37, how do you feel about it? Is 1 great and 37 is awful or 37 is like awesome? Do what's in your heart. You oh, choose. Give it a 25. Now convert that to a scale between 1 to 10. Just kidding. All right, moving on. We have... All right, out of a or by a sire named on island time. Uh, the dam once again. Sorry, I'm running late. Jimmy Buffett <laughs> punctual. <laughs> At least he didn't go Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah, I was raised in Margaritaville, and it took me 18 years to escape. Um, all right. <laughs> Next, we had uh, sire Nantucket Blues. Uh, the dam. 
uh, not so fancy. I've got so not Nantucket Reesh. Not Rich. Reesh. I mean, that would be a tongue twister, I think, to call, but why not? Yeah. Well, and I know, I mean, you're going to say, I mean, yeah, I know Nantucket Blues was was busy, but I mean, we're trying to start a whole new civilization here. It's just, <laughs> kids need to happen. So uh, the last one was Nantucket Blues with a coastal money line, and we've got Nantucket point spread. That that one is a little too I, I, mainstream sport for me. Okay. Okay. We don't want I don't know. We'll see if the spread is covered. Okay. Yeah. It does. It does imply a little bit of like a wise guy thing going on the the back end, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, They're all blue, by the way, Uh, except for, except, but yeah, they're gorgeous. They're my gorgeous digital baby horses. All right. I'm kind of old. So the whole NFT thing is kind of like, what's going on? I I can figure out Instagram. Actually, what what I appreciate is I've been talking to people who are excited about Zed Run, and I feel like uh, your reaction lets me know that I should probably feel a little bit more shame about my involvement uh, in it. It's just, I feel like I know how to like better navigate things socially. So I appreciate, I appreciate that. That's what we like. We like truth here. Race seven, six and a half furlongs. It's $105,000 main special weight at Saratoga post time, 352 Eastern. Uh, you got Chad Brown with a Clarivic horse on the inside. You've got Bill Mott with a run happy baby right next to it. We've got practical choke, but good magic babies. We got gunrunner babies. Sweet mother of God. Is there a bigger sire buzzword race than this one? This is a, this is a very deep race from pedigree's perspective for sure. Um, I know that the attention justifiably is going to be on the five echo again for, for Steve. Um, he actually has been very, um, active with this family himself as a, as a trainer. Uh, if I go back and pull up my notes here, I mean, you buy Gunrunner, like we talked about him, Gunrunner is just, <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's making history as a stud here. Uh, and then you're at a teardrop. The mom, she won her debut at Churchill sprinting five furlongs and she won it by three and three quarter lengths. And she later got a uh, safe place against restricted state company. This brother is a full brother to a horse named Costa Terra, who won his two-year-old debut at Ellis Park. Then he got beat just a half length in the juvenile there. Um, and then also a half pneumatic, who won the first two starts of his career for Steve at, at three years old, but still won the Pegasus at Mammoth, not the, not the big one, but still. And they also got the Shodo in the grade three Matt win. Now, Steve actually also trained the grandmother here. That was Wild Vision. She won first out at two years old. She took a main special weight at the fairgrounds by five lengths. And in addition to Teardrop, Wild Vision also produced grade one millionaire Pyro. Uh, he won the Forgo, the Louisiana Derby, the Risen Star. He was second in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, the Champagne. So this is a family that Steve knows well. It's a mm-hmm. family that is precocious. It's a family that has speed. And you are freaking by gun runner. So, yeah, I mean, he looks tough. Now, I would say if I was going to try to beat him, and I know this is a horse who may want more ground, ultimately, but I'm kind of intrigued by Spinzart, who is outside. Okay. One of okay. two here for, for Suge. A tap um, a baby out of a medallia de ordo uh, mare, a fleet of gold. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and- Gainesway, you really can't, can't, I mean, we've, I guess, sure, but you can't top that with other people. But it's a very reputable breeding uh, breeding operation, yeah. I guess is what I mean to say. Might need to creatively edit the awkward moment out of that one. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I could see what you were talking about with the distance. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, being by this happened in the medallion or no, a fleet of gold. I, I mean, the main thing I would say here is that um, her mother, fleet of gold's mother, is fleet Indian. Fleet Indian, for those of you who don't know, she was a champion. Um, she also she actually went on a crazy like eight race winning streak. I mean, five of those were graded, including uh, the Bell Dame and the Personal Ensign. She had to be pulled up, unfortunately, in the Breeders' Cup Distaff. But she did go on to produce not only Fleet of Gold herself, but also Indian Giving. And if you recognize that name, it's because Indian Giving then produced Flagstaff and game winner who won the breeders cup juvenile as champion mm-hmm. two-year-old so you do have precociousness in here um even though on the surface of it you might be like oh you know, because I, I believe um uh uh gosh who was it i it, i can't recall never mind i was gonna bring up another factoid and i can't recall exactly what i was going to say but bottom line 
I, I feel like this horse is very interesting. I like the work tab. I like that we saw some speed from him early um, there at the fairgrounds, but then we saw you know some solid, uh, at least one solid work over Saratoga um, back on July 30th. And then it just looks like more, you know, two maintenance works on top of that. And I mean, Shug has hooked up a Hall of Famer with two great jockeys, a Hall of Fame jockeys with Castellano on Spinzar, and then he's got uh, Velasquez on Game Change. So uh, Frank Fletcher, uh, the owner of Good News Rocket, he is actually a, uh, he owns a car lots uh, here uh, in no. this town. Uh, he, actually, if you know Steve Landers, who has a lot of horses under Brad Cox, um, also owns a car lot. So I like to imagine that these guys, like maybe if they claim one off the other, after they win, they just like take it to the car lot and just hot walk it <laughs> in front of the new Buicks. Like, what do you think of me now, Frank? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, it's a run-happy baby, which, I mean, it seems like should be a little bit more suited for that sprint distance worth looking at. Also, Bill Mott didn't work on his uh, – didn't win on his birthday, so my uh, life is in fucking shambles now. Uh, I don't know what to believe. How are you supposed to get that win on his birthday? So now I'm looking for, like, a, a like a final destination thing, except for, like, instead of death, it is Bill Mott's birthday, like, chasing people and, right. you know, winning. So I'm ready for, like, the Bill Mott, like, down-the-road delayed birthday wins well i'm just a little i don't know i'm a little confused with this one i i mean i like that you see that he does have some foot in there i mean that august 7th work is pretty good i mean fourth out of 129 horses at the distance uh run happy obviously champion sprinter we have seen a lot of his progeny do a bit better at three um but sue's good news herself i mean she won the first four starts of her career by open length i mean she won the debut by nine and three quarter length at oaklawn at Oakland, yeah. uh, yeah. and she later became a grade three winner routing um, in the Singapore plate. But, um, and then Woodman, that's, that's you know, you get some speed and precociousness there. But, and, and I will also say this boy is a hack to Tiz Miss Sue. She's a multiple stakes winner. Mm -hmm. um, wins include the grade one Ogden Phipps. Mm -hmm. So he's also though a hack to Bulletin. And as you recall, Bulletin won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf Sprint. And that makes a lot of sense because you do have this, um, it's a, it's a, how do I put it? It's a really flexible pedigree because you, for, for in the family, for example, you have grade one winner Serrate, who won the ballerina, but then the great granny here is a half sister to champion grass horse, uh, Cozine. And we already, like I said, talked about Bulletin. So, but Bulletin was by City Zip. So it all depends, right? It's a puzzle. When the mare is brought to a different stallion here and a different stallion there, you're going to potentially get different quality sure. is being pulled forward sure. um so he's just a little bit of a question mark to me would he surprise me no but i i i, I kind of just a little more intrigued by as i said even though you might think a little bit more ground <laughs> would be better suited for him i spinzar is interesting to me but again echo again again yeah looks pretty tough here <laughs> so i what i've learned in my my oakland based handicapping career is that like i don't think that steve asmussen can wake up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night without tripping over a world-class sprinter um <laughs> i i like that also that it's a gunrunner horse uh owned by winchell thoroughbreds who owned yeah. gunrunner for that that breeders cup push um joelle rosario is riding like lights out and so what I've always heard of candy ride babies is that they're a little bit slower maturing, maybe a little bit behind, you know, between the years, maybe a little bit physically. And they kind of come into it later. That's kind of how I always explained uh, Gunrunner's four-year-old year. But it's really interesting how quick Gunrunner's babies are, are bouncing back. It's like they, they did away with their lazy grandpa. They're like, whatever, Gramps. Gunrunner has just been exceptional. I, I, just to look at the horses in that first crop alone, and for example, Echo Zulu winning the juvenile fillies. I, he's just been um, a, a, a rock star. And uh, before I, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, it, it's hard, you know, they talk about the mares, for example, when they, the, the, big, the big mares, they don't recreate themselves. And then you have these expectations when the studs go. But mm -hmm. yeah, he's, he's just, he's just putting out quality and doesn't really matter. At first I thought there was a Nick between him and like having Stormcat recreated in the equation on the bottom side too. Um, uh, because he is out of a, a quiet giant. Let me see here. I, I, I have to talk about horses so often that sometimes I, I, 
I'm I, living that Zach Galifianakis gift where he's just got like numbers and like yes, 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 yes. Right but yes, but his damn quiet giant is by Giants Causeway, and Giants Causeway, as you may or may not know, is by Stormcat. And there was mm-hmm. something where I was noticing, yeah, you know, his grade one winners were having were out of mares who were by studs carrying the Stormcat line. Okay. But now, okay. Gunrunner's just insane. No matter what, at this point, I've I've come to real. <laughs> These are the kind of angles I will apply to my. My oh, digital stable as well. Nyquist over anything AP and D. Okay. Okay. I like it. This is this is the stuff right here. I feel like you just gave me like the, the quadratic formula. It's like, okay, I know how to handle these now. All right. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about the big race of the weekend. For the Phillies, it's the big weekend. It is Alabama Stakes Day. We will be right back. Everyone wants a custom experience, and the folks at Trade Coffee are here to give you that. They've got expert-tasted coffees. They've got a first-match guarantee. That's right. They're so confident that they're going to match you with the custom roast that you want, that they will take your feedback, and the actual coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand-new bag for free if they don't get it right the first time. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off. Listen, we have all been in a situation where we are light on cash, but you know what? Your old buddy Dave is here. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to put in your tank. Buy a wedding gift. Catch up on bills. You can tackle those expenses with the help of your old pal, Dave. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB. Once again, Ren Carruthers here with me. Uh, you know, we, we looked at maiden races, but this is a race that Alabama, uh, or as Forrest Gump says it, Alabama uh, is... <laughs> It's a mile and a quarter. This is, might be as long as a lot of these horses are actually going to go. These are three-year-old fillies. Not many of them have attempted anything this long outside of Nest. Uh, so pedigree actually pay, plays a lot into these classic distances. I mean, you have to be kind of born with the, the wind in your lungs a little bit. You have to have the, you know, 26-pound secretariat heart that, that <laughs> the, the watch, you know, commercial tells me he had. Well, well, Pace is still going to make the race because we have seen a, a couple of instances horses where you're like, no way, based on pedigree, is this horse going to get a classic distance of a mile and a quarter? And then they just do it because they just have that speed. They're able, they have that efficiency of motion that uh, other horses are expending more energy to keep up with them. Um, and also, I mean, a lot of times, right, for example, at the Belmont, we, we've seen horses on the lead just go in the mile and a half, right? Right, um, right. But in this case, I mean, I love that I love that we're seeing a renewal of the matchup between Nest and Secret Oath. And for me, it's just between the two of them. And you can make the excuse for Secret Oath where she where she just got to, you know, had to finish 12 and a quarter length back of Nest there in the coaching club, American Oaks. Um, I mean, she hadn't run since May. She hadn't run since the Preakness. So you could make the excuse for her that she maybe needed one. She is a daughter of Arrogate. So I do like the idea that um, even more time to mature physically is only going to be beneficial to her. But Ness is also just in such great form. And, and she is a horse that is dynamic. I mean, we did see her take it pretty much from the jump, essentially there last out. She put up her career best figure of 104. I'm a buyer person. I know people all like their different sure. figures. And somebody sure. probably laughs at me, and that's fine. But I, I any buyer, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna poo-poo his work. Um, and it's done, it's done well for me in, in the way I, in which I handicap. But also the fact that she did run so gallantly um, in the Belmont against the boys there to finish just three lengths off her stable mate Mo Donegal. I, 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 how can you not be impressed by her? So I, I this this might just be me wanting a story. Uh, I will just say I really want she's keen 
the daughter of Keen Ice, who delivered the massive upset oh, in the Travers to get to get the Alabama win. Uh, like I said, by Keen Ice, uh, or out of spelling, who is a alphabet soup, another name that you just don't see as much yeah, as you did maybe like right, four or five right. years ago. Um, and, you know, I'm like Arkansas guy. I'm a simp for the for the curling lines. Also, Calumet Calumet Farms bourbon is delicious. Um, so yeah, I, I for just for the sheer poetry, I, I would love. Yeah. Um, I'm really impressed by Secret Oath. I, I love what kind of this like mini resurgence from D Wayne this year, uh, because th- this horse is great. Uh, it, it's definitely one that you have to consider if the pace gets extremely hot in here, which it, it could. Uh, She's keen, could, you know, try to steal this on the front end. Um, and I mean, with Curlin there, she's keen. I got to think you can handle the, the pedigree or handle the uh, distance. Arrogate, you don't really worry about being able to handle the distance because I mean, it's an unbridled song horse. So, uh yeah i mean i i feel like you know nest is probably gonna walk into this your favorite so if i'm gonna try to beat uh, i'm probably gonna try with either secret Ho- oath or uh, she's keen maybe use both of those uh keyed on top in a trifecta and then kind of wheel in horses in between like uh nest and then uh i don't know maybe throw all in the last leg <laughs> well yeah i i see what you're doing but yeah and for me it's just really hard I mean, when you see a horse like nest uh, and and as you already talked about curlin i mean talk about a horse is just that resume is insane, right? I mean, mm. from everything from the Breeders' Cup Classic to two editions of the of the of the Jockey Club Gold Cup and so on and so forth, and then AP Indy Classic, Belmont Winter Classic winner, all of it. Um, I, I just, I for me, I don't know. I, some horses just put in a bad day. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it's a bad day, then maybe she doesn't win. It, but she's just again dynamic and in. She doesn't have to have the lead. She can sit off. She doesn't have to be real close. She can come a little bit from further. I mean, I know in in the Oaks when she got beat by Secret Oath, she was a little bit further back. The track was wet fast that day. I don't know if it was so much this this surface. Um, I'd have to go back actually to watch that replay a little bit more closely. What concerns me with with Nest is uh, a mile and an eighth seems great, and then we tried the mile and a half, and I don't mind how she ran. It's the it's the stretch to the finish where she actually didn't make up any ground where she just stayed well, three links back of Mo Donegal. But at the same time, I mean, it's it, I mean, did you really have to be that hard ridden? I felt like my Mo Donegal had pretty well put this away, you know, fairly right. early in the Belmont. Also, so yeah, but I mean, also it, it, she did have a, a not so smooth start from the blocks that day. Um, mm-hmm. She also was going up against grade one males. There is something to be said for that. I, absolutely. It, it does matter. Absolutely. It absolutely matters. And so just as, for example, we see horses put up a, a figure in a lower class or race that's maybe better than a horse who was up against better competition. We're like, oh, well, this horse put up a 90 something. Uh, and that horse last up put up an 80. But the horse that put up the 80 was in a, in a grade two, whereas the other horse was against uh, uh, optional allows competition or something like that. It does matter because horses can put up better figures when they're against horses that aren't necessarily as tough. They can run with more confidence. They can run more well within themselves and they can do that sort of thing. So the fact that she put up a respectable figure and a respectable performance against, again, grade one males, Yep. Um, they are going <laughs> over big Sandy at a mile and a half after not having an easy go of it from the beginning there. Uh, very impressive. And then we did see Skippy Longstocking, um, who is a Colt, go on to mm-hmm. win the West Virginia Derby out of there, put up a 102 buyer figure. So, Which, yeah. At Charlestown had to be about a nine turn race, I think. Uh, we're going around the uh, going around the bull. Oh, sorry. Mount- <laughs> Everybody was Mountaineer, not Charlestown. That's okay. No, it's okay. All right. That is a look at the Alabama. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to take the shot with she's keen and also a secret oath. Uh, I'm not surprised if nest absolutely runs away with this, but that is it. That is the pedigree information to help you get your pick fives made. I so will you- give you one other horse though, for that, for that ra- that fifth race, uh, Do it. essentially just based on pedigree for, uh, is it the fifth race? Let me go back. Um, is, uh, is it a yes, big yes, race five? So only okay. if it's a long shot, is it right. a long shot? No, yes. I mean, what, what, what were the odds on there? Let me go back and look. It's, it's because again, the Chad Brown looks like he'd be tough to beat. Please watch the replay if you have not seen it. But I will also said, accept a short price, well met horse. Do you have? Well, is this is a good price, six to one. Oh, okay. okay. So the Wesley Ward horse on the outside, fantastic again. I know that sort of looks like, ooh, but I mean, check out how fast those horses were going up front. 
um, going to six furlongs there on the turf at Belmont. They put in, you know, sub 45 half. Uh, this was the horse first, horse's first start. He was in the far outside hole in a 10 horse field. And you want more, that was again, six furlongs. This horse I think is gonna be much better around two turns. Fantastic fun fact <laughs> is actually a half brother to um, Quiet Giant who's the damn gun runner. So it's the same family. Uh, Fantastic obviously could get a, a route of ground. And then, you know, the, the bottom side has stamina influences as well. So I think this is a horse trained by Wesley Ward that you may want to give a look. So if you don't want to go the single route and then spread all, all, elsewhere on your horizontals, then this is a horse that I would also use Fantastic again right. on those. Exactly. Which race was uh, Fantastic in? Uh, the Fantastic again, he's in the he's in the race five at. Okay, Florida. got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I wanted to make sure I was like, I was like, Oh no, she's gone to a race. She's gone to a different race. I'm gonna have to Whoa. wrangle her back in. No, she's a professional folks. She doesn't do that. No. All right. We're going to wrap this show up so that you can start looking at your, your pick five sequences, your, your big bets for the weekend at Saratoga, Saratoga. Oof. I have. So what happened is I actually have this adorable baby oh Coca-Cola, but it's, I don't have a cup with ice in it and it's just been mocking me this entire Sure. Isn't that the regular size of Coca-Cola anywhere else but the United States? <laughs> I probably, probably. I had an absolute meltdown at Kroger one time uh, when I realized that you can't just like go into the grocery store and you can't buy just a six pack of Cokes in like a 12 ounce aluminum can. And I was like, I was just like pacing the aisle angry. I was like, did I miss a, did I miss a goddamn vote? What happened? What happened here? Uh, Ren, did, did Matt Carruthers mention that uh, he and I hung out at the British <laughs> Cup? He did. He did. And the first time we did something together for ABR, he's like, I know that guy. He was great. He's so funny. So yeah, he remembers you. It was, uh, it was, it was touch and go there. We didn't really trust each other until the oh, obscure, yeah. obscure, uh, Michael Keaton movie, uh, you know, references popped out. And I think it was the, the film gung ho, uh, that we, we actually bonded oh, over. Funny. Uh, it was great meeting him. I always say salon oh. quality hair. Salon yeah. quality hair. Unless it's a windy day and then it's just a hot mess. Yeah, I think you need some like lay right, a little suavecito, something like that. Um <laughs> but yeah, he was uh he was awesome. We even exchanged uh a just a good wholesome, awkward uh fist shake uh situation where I think one of us went for the bump, the other went for the full like handshake, <laughs> and then it was just like, All right, we're shaking fists, let's do it. And it was a nod like of acknowledgement of like, yeah, that was weird. And then we just continued on with our day. Well, I mean, hey, it, it is, it is, uh, is it, wait, this is in 2021. This whole, the two years, anything weird, we right. let it fly. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I was not practiced at handshaking. It had been a while. Uh, I, I actually, I even terrified, uh, Acacia Courtney in a, uh, La Jolla Embassy Suites elevator, uh, later, later that day. All right. Story time. Okay. I yeah. have to explain. Yeah. Cause I mean, you can't just say terrified somebody. So I had a terrible like head cold sinus thing. I didn't have COVID oh. guys. I was responsible. I didn't have COVID. Uh, so when I fly though, and I have any sort of like congestion like that, like you station tubes, my ears, they like seal off. Like I get like terribly congested. I can't hear anything. Yeah. I had lost my, my voice on Friday. Uh, the next day, since I can't hear myself, I don't have a voice. Basically every part of the day, people have been saying, I can't hear anything. And so I, I basically just,